Welcome to the Bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Howdy. It is summertime <laughs> and the living's easy. Yes, it is. I'm pretty excited about days getting or being long. Yeah. Although this is the longest day of the year coming up. Mm-hmm. And then the old sun starts to go back the other way. Yeah. It In the Pacific Northwest, it happens in the middle of the night. At like three June in the 20th. morning or yeah. something. Yeah. It's, I think it's 2.36. 2.30. Yeah. And then we have here in Seattle, mm. we have sunrise at 5.12, I think. Something so early. And sunset at 9.11. Oh, I'm so happy. It's going to be exciting stuff. I'm very, very happy. And we get that great twilight afterwards. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite time of Seattle nighttime year. Seattle is so beautiful in mm-hmm. twilight time. It's my favorite time. It's so good. I wish right now we're experiencing, I wouldn't call them like Floridian in scale, but we are experiencing like rainstorms and thunder in a way that is not the norm for us. Yeah. I went out to feed the wild animals last night and I was literally out for like 30 seconds and I was drenched when I came drenched. in. Not even joking. Yeah. 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 It was I bad. Was, we were <laughs> walking around Ballard yesterday and there were a couple of times when we hunkered down because it was like dumping rain. Oof. Yeah. I want to go to the Splintered Wand in Ballard. We did not go there. We, uh, yeah, you, you have to make, go. yeah, and my daughter wants to go and we just, you have to make reservations so, so very early. The Splintered Wand, for those of you who don't know, we talked about it, gosh, months, months ago, ago on the podcast. It's a wand themed magic magic shop bar it's got a very in my understanding of it it's got a very like fantasy D D mm-hmm. wand tavern situation yeah. it is not just it's very exciting hp thank goodness i found out something wild this week i'm ready okay let's let's go down the brain of how this happened. Okay. Tammy and I were playing Wordle <laughs> and we don't look at each other's unless we get really, really desperate. Like we have one more and then we may give each other hints. Sometimes we don't even do that. But when we were done, she said, I used a word that I don't know. And I don't think I can begin to tell you how shocking that is for Tammy <laughs> because she grew up and learned Latin and she'll say words every once in a while that I'll go, is that English? <laughs> and, and I read a lot. I don't pronounce a lot. And then sometimes she'll say it and I'll go, oh, that's how it's pronounced. Lots of times there are words I'm like, oh, please use that in a sentence. I need to learn that word. You're my word of the day. Well, she used a word she didn't know. It's called place. P-L-A-S-E. Do I remember what that means? No, I don't. But I do remember where it led me. It's, oh, it means yellowish. It means uh, yellowish tint. And and it is used to describe Chalcedony. Chalcedony. Do you know what that is? Yeah. I did not. I had never heard of this crystal. Ever. Yeah. Ever. So how what do you know about it? I just know that it's pretty. <laughs> and it's kind of yellowy. It can be It can be kind of greeny or orangey sometimes. Yeah, it's it comes in a lot of different and we I think there's a pink Chalcedonia as well. There might be. And it has a waxy luster, and it may be (laughs) semi-transparent or translucent. It does come in a wide range of colors. Yeah, I had never heard of it before. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? I have to talk about this. I'd never heard of the um, word place before. I had never heard of that either. But I often will try words that I that I don't necessarily think are real. Yeah. And have you ever used it in your magic? Like, do you own one? I don't know if I do. I just looked up the pronunciation and we're both doing it wrong. Oh, okay. Chalcedony. Chalcedony. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Thank chalcedony. you, phonetic dictionaries. Mm. I love now that Oxford is doing that all the time. And I could have looked it up beforehand, but I wanted to be 
here talking about the chemical structure instead. Yeah, I just, it looks really fascinating to me. I know nothing about its magic or anything like that. Chalcedony. Yeah. It's a beautiful stone. Yeah, so does anybody out there use it that's listening to the podcast and willing to pop on? This one's like purpley. Oh. It's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I don't know if it, I don't know anything about it. I didn't have time to research it. I just looked it up that night and it was like, this is so cool. I need to ask listeners if they have it in their cadre of witchy things, if it can be ethically sourced, if so, where it, what are its magical properties? I didn't look any of that up on purpose because that's not what this episode is about. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I thought it was fun. I've been pronouncing that wrong for a long time. Calcedony. <laughs> I am amazed how much I still have to learn. Oh, every day. I know. And every it's, day. It's just like, wow, I feel pretty filled out as far as my practice goes. And then something else presents itself. And it's like, nope, I, I want to try that. Well, it's almost like it's difficult for the brain to hold every crystal's name in well, it at once. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? We're talking about the solstice. Summer solstice. June solstice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we kind of said that at the beginning. If you are in the Southern Hemisphere, this Mm. is Yule time. And the shortest day of the year. The shortest day of the year. Yeah. Yeah, so June solstice. I'm going to call it June solstice so that we can include the whole globe. We're going to talk about all kinds of of solstice-y things. Okay. Did you have any other news to share before we head out to the library? Um, I got tattoos on my hands that have made me absolutely insufferable to be around. (laughs) (laughs) Because all I want to do is look at them and talk about how cool they are and how cool I feel. And they're very rad. And I'm like, feel like such a badass. I wonder if she will post. Oh, yeah, I can post some pictures. Because Um, they're kind of cool. They're they're tarot inspired. And, you know, I just feel very cool. And it's made me a real pain in the ass to be around. (laughs) Uh, when she first sent me a picture, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I thought it was like henna or she'd drawn it on. Because I don't know if I've mentioned this five million times yet or not, but Corey is an amazing artist. Amazing. She can draw anything. Or at least it feels like you can. Well, I appreciate that. And then a couple of moments later or an hour later, I don't remember when it was, I went, wait a minute. Are those tattoos? <laughs> yeah. She's like, did you draw those on yourself? And I was like, well, I draw, I drawed them. (laughs) I drew them and then the artist cleaned them up and then put them on my body. Yeah. And the moment she said the artist, I was like, holy crap. So she's got new tattoos. That's what's new in my land. That's cool. They're kind of itchy, but otherwise everything is good. Yay. Um, I don't really have any news. It's pride month. I feel like we haven't really talked about that. We haven't. We talked about you know, queer witches on the Beltane episode. Yeah. I'd I'd like to say, in case you don't know and you're just jumping in, queer witch here. Yeah. I'm bi, but that's often opens up conversations like, well, why don't you just be pan? Or you're actually not gay at all then. Or you're not gay enough. Or uh, So I just say I'm queer. So hello. (laughs) Still here, still queer. And I am a lesbian. And I've been married to my wife for... Oh my gosh, I think it's going to be 28 years this September. Wowzers. I was a baby. I was like 20 something. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it's been a long, maybe it's 27. Oh God, I should know. At that point, I mean, who cares? It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's beautiful no matter how long it's been. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And I am so continually shocked about the different phobias within the mm-hmm. LGBTQ, which I have to say I was blissfully unaware of. Mm. For a long time, because I think bisexuals are queer. I think, yeah, I don't we're know. also real. Anyway. Turns out, <laughs> yeah. I have to say, I loved. Oh, that's my new phrase. I've been saying that a lot. What? I know I've been saying that a lot because what? I edit our podcast. I have to say, I have to say. No, do I don't you? have to do say. Do you have to say? Yes, I do. Okay. This one I do. The Will and Grace reboot mm. was, you know, it was it was came with mixed stuff for me. But there was one episode where his niece comes in with the boy she's going to marry. And he is so freaking queer and gay. Mm. I mean, he is gay. You think, right? Because he's got all those outward tendencies that are typical. The stereotypes. The stereotypes. The tropes, yeah. And 
they try to talk her out of marrying him and say, you know what? You are us. You, you were, you were what we were 25 years Mm -hmm. ago. And he looks at Will and goes, no, I'm bisexual. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, Will, I'm bisexual, but I'm choosing to be monogamous in a monogamous relationship with the woman that I have fallen in love with. It doesn't mean I won't stop being attracted to boys. It just means I won't sleep with them. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, here we go, the people. The fact that that's a conversation that has to be had. I know. Is stressful and annoying. I'm and, sorry. Well, you know. It, you know, it is itty what it is, and then we try to make it a little bit better every single year, but here we are. Well, here we are at Pride, and here's I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I don't know if everybody out there knows mm-hmm. what rainbow washing is. Mm-hmm. All these companies who come out, and they sell all this rainbow gear, and, and then they go and donate it to... Yeah. Republicans who cut our rights and mm-hmm. vote in awful SCOTUS people. So. Rainbow capitalism, baby. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Don't go to the big people. There are lots of gay-owned businesses out there if you want to buy Pride year, merch. This year, the ones that are big, like, I don't want Target to come for me. I did just shop at Target for some stuff. But, like, the the big companies that are having, like, Pride merch lines mm-hmm that they have are offensively badly designed. I don't need a shirt that just says queer across the front with a bunch of poorly designed flags in it. I can just say that that out loud. (laughs) I don't need an ugly shirt for that. So just be aware of where you're spending your dollars. If you can verify they're queer owned and keep an eye out on our sparks for this episode because I have a place for you to go. Woohoo. And perhaps I do too if it's not the same spark. Terrific news. We okay. will find we will out. We will find out. The last thing I want to say is thank you to Target because yeah. they are the only company that I remember coming out when the trans bathroom bullshit started mm-hmm. that said, nope, we're, they can use. Yeah, anybody can use every bathroom yeah. they want. All over the United States, even in the South where they got picketed. Yep. So yay, Target. Target really turned their stuff around. Yeah. Because uh, I remember when I worked for them when I was in college, their policies were not great oh is that right they really turned it around i'm glad which is great uh that doesn't mean that their stuff is well designed (laughs) this year yeah (laughs) no it does not just because it's been so long since since queer people have had any kind of like representation or merch or or you know that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. doesn't mean we'll just take any old shit just i think we've we've talked this subject out there we go but i will say from two queer witches here on Mm -hmm. this podcast happy pride Happy Pride. And remember. Go have fun. Throw a brick. What? Who said that? What? (laughs) (laughs) Happy Pride. Do your research. Know your history. Throw that. Throw a brick See, that'd be a great shirt. Throw a brick. Throw a brick. Anyway, Um, let's let's head to the library. Big echoey noises. Hi. I don't have any sources because I didn't write them down. And I basically just went on like a, I'm planning a trip around the world kind of Google escapade. So I have my contribution to today is I have a list of celebrations around the world for the June solstice. Woohoo. I'm going to start in the Southern Hemisphere because Yay. I only found two. Really? It is very difficult f- to find... I looked up every iteration of June solstice, Mm. Southern Hemisphere solstices. Like, I looked up everything, and I found two that I could definitively say, these are a thing. So I would love you to please tell me, what are you doing to celebrate the June solstice in the Southern Hemisphere this year? Let us know. Hmm. But the two that I have are in Hobart, Tasmania. Oh, wow. They have a big nude swim. Which I love. It was very reminiscent of me, reminiscent to me of the polar bear plunges, which I think is great. I don't know how cold the water gets in Tasmania because it's in the southern friggin' hemisphere, but at wintertime. I bet cold. I bet at wintertime, maybe, you know? Uh, So. Hey, isn't Tasmania where Hannah's from? Hannah, comedian. Hannah Gatsby? Yeah. 
I believe so. I think that's where she's from. I love Hannah Gatsby. I do, too. I'm very excited about her new special. Yeah. I can't wait for it to come out. I know. Come out, come out, come, come out. out. Okay. Come out. Uh, the other one is in Cusco, Peru, which is the Inti Raimi Festival. It is a festival to celebrate the sun god. Wow. Uh, which is makes a lot of sense because the sun god, stun, sun starts getting longer every day after mm-hmm. today in the southern hemisphere. starts getting shorter up here. <laughs> It doesn't feel like it's been getting longer because we've had so much rain. It doesn't at all. Yeah. It doesn't feel like May to me. I was literally thinking about that yesterday. I was yeah. like, I can't believe that the longest day of the year is in less than a month because uh-huh. it feels like summer hasn't ha- happened. Like, I mean, technically it hasn't. We are in spring still, technically. Well, but according to the farmers, we're not. Like, that's why it's midsummer. It's so wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, wild. It, I've been thinking the same it's thing. It's a debate. It's a debate. I've been thinking the same exact thing. Um, but in Cusco, Peru, there's the big Inti Raimi Festival, and it's beautiful, and the pictures are gorgeous. Mm. If you are in the Southern Hemisphere, and you have a rad regional June solstice event or activity or whatever, please tell us. We would love to know about it. Because it is difficult when you live in the Northern Hemisphere, apparently, to find stuff about the Southern Hemisphere. So that's what I found when we were doing our flora research. Yeah. So I'm going to contact the store that we shouted out when we read her book Uh and see if they have stuff that we can get and have it sent over here or just reach out to Llewellyn and say, hey, what do you have over there? stuff. Yeah, or what are your podcasts? So we we could collab with them and not take away from them. And learn something. You know, but learn something from them. I tried to join a Facebook group, and I totally understand why they didn't, you know, let me in because I'm not in the Southern Hemisphere. But I told them right who we were and what we were doing. So now I'm going to write them back and say, hey, what are your podcasts over there in the Southern Hemisphere so we can start to listen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And shout them out. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as the um, Northern Hemisphere, Mm -hmm. oh, by the way, in the Southern Hemisphere, Yule is June 20th through the 21st. Happy Yule, everybody. Here in the Northern Hemisphere, Solstice is on June 21st. Uh, Litha this year is on June 25th. And here are some really cool events, festivals... Uh, gatherings that happen in the Northern Hemisphere for the solstice. Some festivals happening in the Northern Hemisphere are in Fairbanks, Alaska, there is a phenomenon called the Midnight Sun. This happens a lot of places really far north. This is when the solstice means that there is no sunset. Basically, when the sun sets, it hits the horizon and goes right back up, which is wild and trippy and I think would really fuck up my whole business. Circadian rhythm-wise. I could not. So much respect, by the way, to people who live <laughs> in those places where it's like daytime for six months oh, or I know. whatever. Like Alaska. I could not. No. Could not be me. Incredible. Anywho, one of the fun things in Alaska is the Fairbanks, Alaska Midnight Sun baseball game. I just think that is precious and good and sweet and cute. It's probably super meaningful and rad for everyone, but like reading about it, I was like, this is so cute. I love this. It's very good. Uh, In Seattle here, we have the Fremont Fair, the Fremont Festival, including but not limited to the Naked Bike Ride. I I don't know if they're doing that anymore. They did it a couple years ago. Did they? Okay, then it came back. I painted my ex. So he could ride in the naked bike ride. That is awesome. And uh, they banned it for a couple of years. Which is so stupid. Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. Our three girls, when they were teenagers, hated going there and seeing the bikers. They said, can we just go a little bit later so we don't have to watch all the bikers? So no joke. We parked. We're walking down. And the bikers go right by us on their way down to the parade route. We just lost it. It's one of our funny family stories that now you all know. I love that. I love that they ride down all the way to the Seattle Center and wash off in the giant fountain which can't be good for the fountain but it's fun for me (laughs) the fremont festival is a fun wild smelling like patchouli Mm -hmm. friggin weirdo fest and it's great i love it it's great in ottawa ontario canada 
they have the uh, Summer Solstice Indigenous Festival. I think that that's important. Wherever you are, look up what the local indigenous populations do for solstice and see how you can contribute to them or elevate them. In Reykjavik, Iceland, they have something called the Secret Solstice Festival. I couldn't find what that means. (laughs) Because it's secret? What I found was like, it's not as secret as it used to be because people found out about it. So I don't know what it means, but it sounds very exciting. Okay, I'm going to interject here again. So Katie, you know who you are, Mm -hmm. you Iceland, wonderful human horse person you. When are we going? Yeah, let's go to the Secret Uh, Solstice Festival. Yeah, yeah. she's on our Patreon. Also, can we just come hang out with you in Iceland? Well, well, she visits there. She lives in Portland. We should come visit you in Portland. Here, we're inviting ourselves down to Portland. And you can tell us all about the Secret (laughs) Solstice Festival. And she's going, this is weird, everybody. This is weird. This is weird. (laughs) Uh, In Stockholm, Sweden, we've got the Midsummer Festivals, Mm -hmm. spelled M-I-D-S-O-M-M-A-R. We've got in Tyrol, Austria, the mountaintop bonfires, Mm. which the pictures I found incredible. Please look that up. In Istria, Croatia, there's a thing called Astrofest. It's all about stargazing. Wow. It's so cool. I just love the name Astrofest. In Kuldiga, Latvia, they've got the Johnny Festival. In Orkney, Scotland, mm. they've got the Standing Stone of Stennis. Okay. Which is a monument. Looks uh, it's kind of stonehenge uh, speaking of Stonehenge, mm-hmm. we've got Stonehenge in England. Yeah. Uh, this is when it's going to be in perfect alignment. And then in Cairo, a very important day in Cairo, because it is the only day where the sun sets between the Giza pyramids. Wow. And it's beautiful. Look wow. up pictures, my goodness. There are as many ways to celebrate the solstice as there are populations who celebrate it because it's an astrological event because it is the longest day of the year it's very very important or shortest or shortest day of the year it's very very important it is a time of like fires and celebration and drinking and feasting and dancing and celebrating the sun whether that is hoping for it to return or thanking it for being around so long It is humongous and important, and I encourage you all to please look up what is a regional celebration for where you live, because there's a chance that there is something cool to do, like Mm -hmm. a parade or a festival or a, or a, I don't know, a swap meet or a potluck or something that your community does that you maybe don't know about, but that's what I've got. Should we head out to the bonfire? I would love that. Well, hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, you know, just ready to toast some mallows. Yeah. Eat yeah. some. Eat some s'mores. Yeah. Yeah. Which Hope we don't get rained out. We can do that all year long, just not outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Microwave. Well. I am really hoping for some sun this year. I want to be outside. I want to light the fire. I want to jump the fire. So here are some things that we witches do. And this is, I'm going to share my personal day, what's going on that day. And if you are interested, because I'm actually doing it early, I'm, I am writing a spell and I don't mind sharing it because it's going to be about taking care of the earth and climate change and all of that and just celebrating it, focusing on what I want for it and visualizing what I want for the planet. Yeah. So if y'all want, I'll put that out there some way, shape or form. Maybe I'll put it out early for our patrons and then release it closer. So yes, what we do, we go to bed the night before (laughs) and we try to sleep but it's like going to Disneyland no not quite but almost and we will get up at about five o'clock in the morning not do anything except throw on clothes if we even do that we may stay in our pajamas and we walk half a block up to the stairs and we wait for the sun to come up even though the sun is coming up east of us it makes the south 
where oh, the fairy is. It's, it's so gorgeous. Pretty. It is beautiful. So we stand up there. We have been joined occasionally by other people, which has been totally fun. And then we will go down to our beach which is, you know, the sound. It's not an ocean. We will have breakfast at one of our favorite places and it will be a sunny breakfast, whether it is sunny or not. And then we're going to go put our feet in the sand and walk barefoot in the sand and go in the very cold Puget Sound, which never warms up. Ever, ever. Ever. But I love it. I absolutely love it. And then I get to come back. I thought I was going to have to teach that day. I thought it was going to be our final for the class that I'm teaching, but so many of the students couldn't make it the day that Bellevue scheduled it and just wanted to keep it their regular class day. And I was like, oh, my heart is breaking. No, no. So we're doing that. So I am not completely free, but I'll be grading like a son of a beeswack and talking to freaked out students what at some point. What day of the week is it? It's a Tuesday. But, but Tuesday's also my writing group in between my mm. main writing group. So we hang out and write and try not to talk. It's getting worse. The more we get to know each other, we talk a lot. So we're going to try not to talk. We try to talk at five, 10 minutes tops. Okay, maybe one's 20. There are a lot of pagany and witchy people in that group. So I get to hang out with them and write. And then I'm going to make stuff. Are you going to make stuff? I'm doing kitchen stuff. I'm making zucchini bread. I, Tuesday, weekdays are so hard for me. They are hard. Because I have a stupid big girl job. And I believe I'll be training. That'll be the second week of training. Which means starting at 7 a.m. Which really means starting at like 6.30 a.m. Working until like Mm -hmm. 5. Which is great for my paycheck, but it's sad for my heart. So it's hard for me to do stuff on weeknights. Mm Mm-hmm. I would love to get up early, early that day and go outside and watch the sun come up. I think that'd be rad. But I don't know if I'll be able to do anything in the evening. I might postpone my celebrations for the weekend. Nice. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, But I have some really yummy, fiery tea that I plan to brew. And... Because it's a fire festival, everyone. And I think I might try to make like a yummy citrus salad. Yeah. Because I love citrus. Me too. And if you are part of the Patreon, you might see a recipe for that. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, it's going to be very low key for me this year just yeah. because it falls on a weekday and that's hard for me. I have to work the next day, which <laughs> always sucks. But luckily, not until the afternoon. And then I have to work really hard until the next Monday because it will be so much grading. It's yeah. unreal. And I've got over 100 students this quarter. Whoa. I know. Uh, so it's a fire festival mm-hmm. and I will be doing, I hope, I, I am also doing a citrus and mint salad on top of spinach and whatever we have in our garden, lettuce. And then I'm really hoping, because they make it better than I do, I'm really hoping that the matador has street corn. <gasps> because Is it it's a summer. Season? It's summer. Oh. And we missed it completely last year because of COVID. We never, if we you, just weren't going out. If you go to the Matador and they have a lote, will you get me an order oh, of it? Oh, uh, oh, it is so good. I know. It is the I best. I had it last year. It oh, was did so you? good. Oh, see, we missed out last year. I love it. So anyway, we'll pick some of that up. If not, I'll make it myself. And we have to get that cheese in case Yum. I'm going to call them. I'm going to make some honey cakes. I'll probably also watch Midsummer. Which is definitely oh. a frightening film, but I love it very much. Which uh, one? The one with, um, the one about the cult? I don't know that you'd enjoy it. Oh, oh, the horror film. Yeah. Not Midsummer. the Shakespeare play. No, not Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> no, Midsummer Night's Dream is, I have, I don't need to watch that ever again. I have it memorized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, I yes, do. You do. I've been in it like a hundred times. Yeah. But I'll probably watch that movie because I enjoy it. And I take it it takes place on... It takes place on Midsommar. It takes, it's a cult in like Sweden or Norway or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it a horror film? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I will not. You yeah. would not enjoy no, it. No, no. <laughs> but all my other horror nerds out there, there if you, you want to watch Midsommar on Midsommar, you can do that. This is why we do a podcast together. Yeah. So we can serve as many of you as possible. Yeah. I will not be watching a horror film that night. <laughs> so if you want to watch, oh, I don't know, Practical Magic for the 50th or 150th or 350th time, go for or it. Or if you want to watch The Midsummer Night's Dream with, <laughs> oh, with yeah. uh, Rupert Everett yeah. and, and what's her Is name? Is Tucci in that? Uh, 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 isn't it Allie McBeal? Yeah. What's her name? Kalista Flockhart. Kalista Flockhart. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. She's great in that. Christian Bale's in that. Gosh, I haven't Michelle seen that Pfeiffer's in, in that. Michelle Pfeiffer's in that. 
ever. Uh, what's his name from French Kiss is in that? Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, who's a delight. It's a great, it's a great one. Do you use a lot of music? Uh, you must. So I just have to tell everybody, I, I have always made playlists, but they used to be on tape. Ever since Corey shared The Amazing Devil, I've started sharing the playlist that I make anyway. I'm like, well, I'm making it anyway. I might as well share it because, yeah. Yes. And I am just loving it. So I'm making a midsummer playlist. And of course, Aphrodite and Pan is on there. So let's talk about deities really fast. Let's talk about them. Yeah, let's do it, everyone. The deities for midsummer. I work with my usuals, my Irish pantheon and whoever shows up. I work with Rhiannon, and I don't know that that is traditional. And I work with Aphrodite and Pan, who are traditional. I guess Cernos is traditional, and I know there are a couple of others that are not Western and that are Western and a lot of Roman ones, and I am so sorry. I don't know who they are. (laughs) If you would like to know, I'm happy to do that for next year, and maybe you can contact us and say, well, I work with this god or this goddess, and... I don't know. Maybe we'll have a a guest midsummer festival podcast next year. Yeah, you talk to everybody. Send us us a little voice memo. Yeah, together. Yeah, that would be totally fun. Those are my deities. Yeah. Yeah. As far as deities go, this year I've decided uh, something I'm doing moving forward in the year because I feel like halfway is a good Mm -hmm. point. The solstice is a good point to start. I'm just gonna every time I do like a big holiday sort of sort of working i'm just gonna open it up to whoever wants to show wow because you know yeah the more the merrier that's kind of fun so i want to see who shows up this year see see who's tolerant of the fact that i'm putting it off till the weekend well (laughs) i might be because i will be celebrating with mead Mm. which i had again this weekend uh, on Saturday. That sounds wonderful. Uh, yeah. So good. I had blood mead and really I'll have to move to the lighter mead because it's summer and that's more seasonal. Sure. And it's better to like stay. Well, I don't know if it's better. No judgments. I'm still probably going to drink blood mead, but I might bring some to your house. Ooh. There we go. There I might go. just find the cave and buy a bottle. I love mead. I, love I don't like beer, but I love mead. I just can't get enough of it. Yeah. I mean, I can't but get you enough don't of it. Like, Drink responsibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love that stuff. That sweet, sweet honey stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I like love beer. it. But I don't make it. And I know a lot of people make it at midsummer. So that's another thing. I am going to be crafting, though. <laughs> okay, Alexis. I did a berry. <laughs> Didn't even do that on She's purpose. a little bit Alexis. I am. A little bit Alexis. Okay. I am going to be crafting. I'm going to be crafting some wands. And I'm going to be that. crafting some wands that I'm going to sell to people. And they're midsummer wands. I haven't looked at the correspondences yet, so I don't know exactly when I'm going to make them. But I'll let you know in case you're interested. And they will be incredibly affordable. I'm working on a present for you. What? For Solstice. Oh. I'm also going to be crafting this next week. I'm also going to be crafting for myself. Uh, a crown? Yes. Thank you. A I flower crown. That. And I'll dry it afterwards. That's a, We wore those for our wedding, for our commitment ceremony back when it was called a commitment ceremony back in the 90s. I wore a flower crown on my wedding, but I made Did it out you? of fake flowers. Oh. So it's still lying around in my house. We made it out of dried flowers, so we still have ours as well. Nice. Dried flowers and ribbon. Yeah. Speaking see, fake of flowers. flowers yeah. Your roses... Yeah. Smells so Aren't they good. Awesome. Dana, the urge to just like clip one and take it with me. You should clip one and take it with you. If you look out the, our backyard, there are all these yellow ones as well that I thought were going to die. They smell. And they just like keep coming. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. Ours haven't blossomed yet. Mm. They have buds on them, but they haven't bloomed. Oh, wow. And yours smell so sweet. I love them. They're like powerful yeah. smell. Yeah. I walked in and I was like. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk to our urban witches just yes. a little bit. For those of you who are stuck in an apartment or happily in an apartment because that's your preference because you like being in the city. There are so many wonderful things you can do. And I started to think if I were a witch in the city. <laughs> which is now going to be my thing. I'm going to be a witch in the city. But if I were, I would definitely go to a pub and Mm. have some mead for sure. And I would go either to a park, but if you're not a nature person, and I know lots of people who are not, 
I would go to a structure or a concrete park or a skateboard park, or I would actually choose to try to find something metal. Some, And hopefully where you are, it'll be warm. And just lean against it for a while. Like a lizard on a hot rock? Yes. That's what I would do if I were in the city. Yeah. If I could, I would go ahead and light candles in my house. But I know a lot of apartments don't let you do that now, which is just so wild to me. I know. I just did a cleansing on a friend's apartment and we had to do it without any smoke or anything. Wow. And we did a good job. We used a mist and we used bells and we used a broom. mm -hmm. You You can do all that stuff. I also warded and protected it because I was like, you don't have any wards on this apartment. Wow. So now it does. I would miss incense. I bet they're not allowed to have incense either. Nope. Oh, that sucks. Uh, But I think she can probably have like a diffuser if she wants. Hmm. Which is a similar vibe, but not the same. If you can't do fire, diffuser's great. Yeah. It might be healthier for you. Also, a simmer pot every once in a while will do the same thing. I just posted about a simmer pot today. That's something else I might do yeah. on summer solstice because it's oh, easy. Definitely it's doing simple. That. I could do that on the day. I yeah. could do a citrusy summer simmer pot. Yeah. That was a lot of S's. If you go back to June 5th on our Instagram, I talk about grief and Brianna Taylor a little bit because today's her birthday. We're recording today on the 5th of June. 5th of June. Today is her birthday. Oh, yes. Today when we are recording is her birthday. It was a reminder about Brianna and magical activism but it's a grief post for anybody who's grieving about anything their community their personal stuff their family members or covid or loss of career anyway a whole bunch of things in there yeah and it's a simmer pot and if you want to drink part of that simmer pot it's all stuff you can drink hell yeah yeah so yeah go back and check that out so summer okay i got distracted do you you go and i'll go look at my notes again do you know what else i think could be really fun what to do on solstice is I've been like, so every, not everyone knows, but I, I love tahine. Do you? That spice you can put on like mangoes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I found a recipe for chamoy sauce, like a syrup. And I think a flavor profile that is so perfectly solstice would be chamoy Mm. because it's sweet. And it's bright, but it's also really, really spicy. Yeah. And even and it's syrupy yeah. and sticky and goes good on watermelon and mango and and just like everything. Is it hot as well as spicy? It's cold. Is it heat? It's well, oh. it's it one it cools. Like you cool it and then you dip stuff in it. No, I'm sorry. I mean on the tongue. It does it have oh. heat? Do, you know how you, there are lots of spices. You can yeah. you can have something that's really it's spicy, spicy hot. and it doesn't uh, okay. But you don't have to make it spicy yeah. hot. You can make yeah. it just spicy medium. Yeah. Tammy doesn't do any spice and I do. But and this is the day for spice. Tell you what, is when I make when I make some chamoy sauce, which I don't okay. think I'll have time to do before midsummer, yeah. but it, when I do, I will uh, I will Save you some aside. Oh, lovely. You lovely. Dip your mangoes in it. Yeah. Timmy's just not a spice. So you mentioned boy. you mentioned um, Stonehenge earlier. I did. I want to go for summer solstice. <laughs> Has anybody been there for summer solstice? I was. I've been there once back in two thousand and five, and we had to book it really early to be able to go in and touch the stones, which I'm sure you probably still have to do. And I just really, really want to do that. And I have. <laughs> I realized today when I was taking notes for the show or whenever I took notes for the show, I realized that I spent winter solstice of 2021 in Ashland, Oregon, because I was driving because I didn't want to get on a plane. And I have spent, I, I didn't realize I'd completed a cycle because I've spent four summer solstices in Ashland because I used to take high school students for the festival yeah and it was the very first time actually when I when I went in college back in the 90s was the first time that I had my travel oh I've been more than four times because I've been at least seven times wow here's the only bad thing about being in Ashland Oregon the only bad thing is that it gets darker earlier there than it does up here in Seattle. <laughs> and I would I would say, I have to be in Seattle next year, and then I never would be. But now I have been. It is, if you all don't know about Ashland, Oregon, although the Shakespeare Festival is there, and it's awesome, and if you're not into theater, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it's okay, we love you anyway. It is a magical town. I mean, you walk in and you feel like, wow, somebody put 
crystal grids all around this town and the energy here is vibing and it's awesome and it is just amazing. If you've ever seen Wild with Reese Witherspoon, she has a scene and it's actually filmed in Ashland in downtown Ashland. Hmm. But if you're on the West Coast or even if you're not, if you're coming to the West Coast and you ever get a chance to go to Ashland, the metaphysical stores, the... I've never been there. Oh my... (gasps) Road trip. You'd think I would be. I have family in Oregon. We go to Oregon every year like twice. I love it. But I don't think I've ever been through Ashland. I love it. My mom would probably be like, yes, we did. But if we did, I was little, so I don't remember. That's another thing that I have done a lot on Solstice. But I celebrate all the time. I don't always do spell casting. I I often on Midsummer, I just celebrate. It's okay to just celebrate. And that's what I wanted to tell people. It really is. Just relax or make a delicious food and eat it. It, It's okay to just chill and enjoy the sun. Yeah, my spell for this one that I am doing for the earth and stuff, it's going to be incorporated into my celebration. Oh, and I also forgot to tell you about Aphrodite and Pan. The reason mm-hmm. I was really want if you listen to Kellyanna, I got off track when we started talking about music. I don't know what happened. What always Something happens. happened. Anyway, so I'm making all of these lists and one of them is Midsummer and one of them has Kellyanne Kelly Ann's Aphrodite and Pan on it. And I just freaking love it. And I swear I'm going to memorize it every single year. And I never do. But maybe this year I will. I can't wait to hear it. I know. It's it's very folky. I love it's that. It's very 70s folky kind of stuff with a little bit of twing. twing. No, not not country twang. Just, I don't know, a little bit of brightness. Americana twang? Yeah, I think sure. so. Lastly, I would be not a good witch if I didn't talk to you about the Oak King and the Holly King. Because, you know, that trade-off of power is happening on Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've already talked about witchcrafts and making some wands and all that good jazz. So, I think. If my food. and <laughs> yeah. If you're like, I want more ritual stuff, please. Please go back and listen to last year's yeah. episode. Or the Wheel of the Year episode that has Letha in it. Because uh, we do talk about Letha specifically in the Wheel of the Year episodes. Mm-hmm. But we talked about which is, solstice last year as well. Yeah, which is Wiccan. Yes, that's a Wiccan yeah. holiday. Yeah. So if you're a Wicca, hey, hi. Which even when I was following Wiccan stuff, which I don't as much anymore. I mean, there are still some principles, but not all of them. I I always called it Midsummer. Yeah. Always. Maybe it's because I was a Shakespeare baby. I'm know. a Shakespeare baby. Oh my gosh. Can I? This is so off topic, but I have to tell you. I was doing a live on TikTok a few days ago, and somebody tried to troll me using Old English. And they did it wrong. Oh, and they said, thy hast no wenches. Or thou, thou, uh, thy is, thy are maidenless or something. And I went, okay, here's the thing. Uh, it would be thou art maidenless. So you've done it wrong. And if you're trying to say that I get no bitches, that is categorically false. <laughs> and then they did not write anything back. <laughs> I was like, that is what it's like to get um, actually by a Shakespeare nerd. Get out. <laughs> I think I posted on Patreon, I don't think I posted this on Instagram, a site where you can go and check your old English grammar. And I need to take a lesson from Corey because I still, there are a couple of places that I'm like, ah, I don't know which one to use. Thou art. Because I want to do some of that fun stuff just for fun. It made me Instagram laugh post. so hard. Yeah, oh, you get like, them. If you you're go gonna, get them, Corey. If you're going to troll me, come correct. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Before we throw up some sparks, Mm -hmm. I want to shout out a new patron. (gasps) Maya, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you know Maya? No, but Mm -hmm. I will now. Now you will. And we have some exciting news coming up for not just Patreon, but our listeners. And I don't know when we're going to talk about that. TBD, just know it's going to be great. We're working on it, and we don't want to... jinx it against the tech gods to by talking about it too early before it's hatched we're gonna hatch it and then tell you about it yeah and we are the reason that it made me think of it is because we're gonna open up a new tier we wanted to let everybody know where it's uh no matter what your income is you don't have to justify it for us you know lgbtq financial whatever it doesn't matter if you choose this tier you can go ahead and choose it be part of all of the patrons. We got that idea from Shannon Burla. Yeah. 
by the way. So Shannon, thank you. Also, if you, I know that Patreon has like a tip function. Oh yeah. So if you do ever tip us, that money will go towards a scholarship for somebody to take class. So Stacy, you are a goddess. And Stacy was the one that said, you know, we'd also like to contribute to your scholarship. And I was like, what? We've so, got the best listeners and we patrons do. ever. We do. And we appreciate yeah. that you're honoring like the energetic exchange, yeah. but also trying to make sure that everybody can partake in it. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for that. We had a lot of talks about the paywall, putting stuff behind paywalls. Because it sucks, yeah. but it is an energetic exchange. It and, is. and you should see the amount of notes Detta makes for those <laughs> classes. My God. Also, she, like, I work, I work hard on my stuff that I put out yeah, on you our do. Patreon. But like, yeah, Jesus, criminies. She is constantly on there, and oh. that is an energetic. It's a sacred price. exchange. My yep. uh, my Shaw woman. I we had a sacred exchange. I paid her, and when I struggled because uh, as an adjunct professor, sometimes I don't get as many classes, and she go, okay, we're going down. And when I could go back up, I went back up because it's a sacred exchange. That's what I did when I taught yoga classes. Yeah, it's hard. I Money's hard. Money's money tricky. is hard. Capitalism is a real pain in the ass. It is. It is. But so anyway, we appreciate you and yes. we're grateful for you. We love and, you, patrons. Yeah. We love all of you. We love you when you're able to do five. Yep. We love you when you're able to do 35. We love you no matter what happens. If you have to drop for a while, come yep. back. You're great and we love you and we're so glad to have you here. Yeah. Should we do some sparks? Actually, we have one more thing. Oh, shit. We're going to revisit did did everybody out there listen to our Oracle episode? We hope you did. We hope you did. You know, it was a good one. Yeah, it was a really good I one. I enjoyed it. You know, the one that dropped on National Tarot Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Bad witches. Oh well. <laughs> Bobby wrote to us, and they are sharing their very first deck with us, and it was and a couple other decks, and their very first deck was the Moonology deck, and it's still their go-to. It's by Yasmin Boland. And they're eclectic and follow the moon cycles. And it's just been a great beginner deck for her is what she's saying. So I'm going to read just a little bit of their email. Okay. The card presentations are simple. The book is organized and easy to follow. There are prompts that allow your intuition to guide you. I recently started doing manifestation journaling in tandem with single card pulls. So far, I think it works. Again, a no-nonsense type of deck. And no, I don't use the app or go all in with the website. I'm a simpleton. Utilization of the deck is enough for me. She has two other ones, but she doesn't quite connect with it. So we wrote back and forth and talked a little bit about, you know, sometimes you just don't connect with a deck after you get it. I have a deck I don't ever use. I feel kind of bad about it. Yeah, well, and you know what? And talking to you, Bobby, by the way, just made me think, you know, speaking of energy exchange, those, I should find them a new home yeah, because home. I'm not going to use them. And I gave away all my extra books to our patrons <laughs> back in March. Maybe I'll do a giveaway for the couple of decks I don't use Yeah, because they're beautiful decks. I just yeah. don't buy with them. Yeah. Same. I recently ended up with two different plants because my friend was like, I don't get a good vibe off these plants. You want them? I was like, yeah, <laughs> they're great plants. Oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So sometimes it's yeah. just not your vibe. Yeah. So, Bobby, thank you. Thanks, Bobby. I know somebody wrote us on Instagram about their Oracle decks, and I apologize. We'll have to do it next week because I can't find it right now, and I don't know why. But it was really cool to hear from you all about that. And for those of you who said it was okay to talk about it, and those of you who wanted us to just keep it to ourselves, totally also fine. You can always do that. But it was fun hearing how how these decks, you know, talk to you or don't talk to you and how you use them in your practice. A friend so, of mine messaged thanks. me and was like, thanks a lot. Now I had to go buy the everyday <laughs> witch or because it's so cute. Like, You're welcome. I have a deck that I love the energy of the person. This is one of the things I told Bobby and I love half the artwork and I don't love the other half. Like oh. the other half freaks me out sometimes. Oh no. Yeah, I know. And it's like, but the energy's good. So it doesn't get used as much as I want, but I don't think I'll ever part with that one. Awesome. Yeah. Should we okay. send up some sparks? Now we can send up some sparks. Okay. My spark today is prideflags.com. Here's one of the things I love about them. One, they're LGBTQ owned. Two, you can still find them even though Amazon, when you type them up, comes up first. Damn you, Amazon. So go beyond the Amazon. 
make that forage out of the jungle (laughs) and find the LGBTQ owned place. The other thing I love about this place is that the very first thing on their page is support for Ukraine. Cool. And yeah. that's it. I love PrideFlags.com. They have it, all kinds of great stuff. They do. And I'm. we're finally, we were going to do it last year, and I don't know what happened. We fell down on the job. Uh, we have our gay pride flag, but we didn't have the Philadelphia. Is it Philadelphia? Is that what the it's called? The, the progress yeah, flag, which now is on its way to us. I love it. Yeah. I oh. need a flag for my house. Because yeah, I just realized do. I live in a house now. You can I can put, put a flagpole on yes, it. Yes, you can. <laughs> And what's your spark? Oh, my spark is a queer-owned, black-owned, awesome company that does candles called, I think I am saying this right, but I might not be, Katoan. It's spelled C-T-O-A-N. And the website is Katoan Co. So C-T-O-A-N-C-O dot com. She makes these beautiful candles in the shapes of like beautiful fat bodies. (laughs) And she also does uh, jar candles that are poured to order. She did a pride line of rainbow-colored, beautiful body candles. They're gorgeous. I love them. And they have names, which I think is really cute. I love that. And I think that you should check them out. I think you should check out her business. Her whole model is so good and sweet. And I really, really, really want to spend some money next payday on her stuff because... It's beautiful. These are amazing. They're great. And we should be celebrating black-owned businesses, queer-owned businesses. Oh, my god! Outside of Pride Month as well. So keep yeah. this bookmarked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep this bookmarked. Don't you think we do? I think we do. Yeah. I mean, and I know a lot of our listeners do. I'm trying to be pretty conscious of it. Yeah. This is gorgeous. This is yeah. absolutely... Joe... Joe... How do you say her name? Do you think? I don't remember. I'm Joe sorry. Joe Morgan? Joe I bet it's just Joe I'm trying to make it harder. Yeah, her name is Jodi Ann, and she's great. And her business started after experimenting in her kitchen. And now it's this beautiful candle business. And please go check her out. I want the butt made out of it's a rainbow. It's so cute. It's like a <laughs> cute little butt. I am just smitten. This is really cool. Really Corey. beautiful stuff. Nice job. Yeah. Nice job. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Have a great midsummer. Yes. Be yeah. safe. And have fun. And until next time, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.